You've got it tuned into the Zealous Podcast. I'm your host, Rocky Snyder, and this week, it's a little different. I'm bringing on Brad Evans, who by day is a middle school teacher, but at night an inventor and entrepreneur, and he's developed something called the Jukester, which is a unique style of a boxing bag, but it can benefit a whole bunch of people. Now, normally I don't bring kind of products on and push them, and I'm, I'm not trying to do that now. This is in no way near an infomercial, but I do like this tool, and it serves many populations across the spectrum, not just the boxing community. I hope you enjoy the show. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rocky underscore Snyder. You know to click the subscribe and tell a few friends. And here we go. Any any questions for me before we get going, Brad? Not really. I mean, I've seen your guest list. It's uh, it's a who's who. You know, I'm the only guy on there without the PhD. But I'll tell you what, I think I discovered some gold kind of on my own. So we'll see. Oh, all right. Well, again, I mean, Jukester, I'll, I'll tell you the Jukester story. It's more than I and had anticipated. So there we go. Really? Well, let's just kick it off right now. Tell me. Tell me uh, just how, first of all, the Jukester for the listening audience is essentially a punching bag that you've never seen before. It is a series of three cylindrical foam cushions attached to a cord, almost, the, I would say, the same size as a heavy bag, only it moves much quicker, and it's it's really great for eye-hand coordination, a whole bunch more. So we're going to get into the Jukester, but tell us, what is the background story with it, Brett? All right. So my buddy and I, we both played soccer, and we both did martial arts our entire lives. And I was in better shape for soccer, but in the ring, he never got tired. And he was just so much better than I was. I thought, how is this possible? How could I be in better shape for one thing? He's in better shape for another. I start researching it. I come across what Bruce Lee called neurophysiological adjustment. Basically, Bruce Lee was just talking about it's your brain that controls your muscles. And if your brain can do a better job, then your muscles will be faster, stronger, they'll burn less energy. I thought this is great. And so I thought about it for a few nights and I had that flux capacitor moment. Just, I knew exactly what we needed. A punching bag that you didn't punch, a punching bag that moved out of the way like your opponent unpredictably. And so I went to Home Depot and I got the foam and the rope and the weights and I put it together and I hit it and the weights came up and hit me and I'm on the ground shaking and my friends are laughing at me. And so the first innovation was to take the weights and put them inside the foam. So you mentioned that there are three sections. They all look the same, but they're all weighted differently. And that weight, uh -huh. that weight creates a particular movement that mimics a, an opponent to the best of, of my ability. Wow. So you really were like Back to the Future. You hit yourself in the head and had this epiphany. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I got, I got, you know, I don't know. I, I got OCD about it. I really focused hard and tried everything. Different foams, different weights, different ropes, uh, nylon coating versus PVC coating on the wire and took it around to UFC fighters, top, top level guys. And, um, took it to some SWAT team members and, and some athletes and really got their opinion on, oh, it moves too fast. It moves too slow. We want it to dance like this. And so finally, and the, so that became what was called the core bag. And I sold it on Amazon and I made it out of my garage. It's funny because everybody thinks about like a sweatshop, but up here in Utah, it's cold. So I'm freezing in the, in the garage, making these one at a time. 
And back in, this is a few years ago, Amazon used to rate the products one through 100. We got into the top 100 on Amazon and just sales out the door. I couldn't keep up. I shut it down and I took the, all the knowledge that I had learned and, and I had taken it at this point too, and we'll get into it. I had taken it to some neuroscientists and some other stuff. And I went and I made the mold and that's how come it's got a custom shape and custom everything. And voila, Jukester was born. Nice. Now, as I understand it, the also the name Juke, well, that's soccer. You juke an opponent and you get by them uh, and you want to stir things up. So hence the name Jukester. Is that correct? Exactly. Um, you know, the kids thought it, we went through 100 names as being a teacher. I ran it by all the kids and they said, that's the coolest one. So I had to go with uh, with what they thought. And there's something else about the training. So let's go back. We can get to the, we'll, 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 we'll circle back to the name in a minute. So I, I invented this for martial arts, obviously. Everything's going fine until I sent it to a university. I had dreams of their football team using it. I thought every lineman in the nation should be uh, using this to get their hands faster and more accurate. Well, they told me we're using it all right. We're using it for people that have been in car accidents, neuromuscular uh -huh. rehabilitation. And that opened a whole new understanding for me about what this bag is really doing. And so I started doing the research, talking with all the scientists. And it turns out, as you know, because I've seen in your video, you talked about the cerebellum loves new patterns. And so uh, there's a link between coordination and cognitive function. And so what this bag is really doing and what's so awesome about it and why I'm trying to get it into the sports arena and stuff like that is it's training your nervous system. It's training your brain to see, think, and react faster. And that has applications, like you were saying, for Parkinson's patients, for rehab, for just about anybody. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, with the Parkinson's, for years we taught classes here at the local hospital about exercise for people living with Parkinson's. And in, in that time of studying everything and trying to be as efficient and effective as possible, I ran into a program based out of Indiana called Rec Rock Steady Boxing, which was primarily geared toward helping people living with Parkinson's. They found that boxing, three-dimensional movement, quick, novel movements that, that are always forever changing, really helped to stimulate the dopamine production that is found in the cerebellum. And, and it's been a very popular thing. So fast forward to right now with your jukester, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is going to be fantastic. For listening audience not familiar with brain science, I'll give you a little 101 here. The cerebellum is maybe considered the old brain before conscious, sentient awareness and, and, and big constructs or concepts evolved. We had the cerebellum. And its primary role is the ABCs, agility, balance, and coordination. And it also is there to help inhibit pain receptors. So not only will it help with dopamine production for those that are lacking it, such as Parkinson's uh, individuals, but it's also there to help stimulate proper agility for athletes, balance, and coordination. So this stimulates that area quite nicely. Absolutely. And what's, what's so cool is that, again, I made it for martial arts. I had no idea what I had really discovered, that I, what I had really uncovered. And so if you go back to the very first thing everybody trains on, I'm talking when you're a little baby, it's a mobile. The mobile's in the crib, it's spinning, you see, you react, you start moving. 
that's what Jukester is. So of course it's a punching bag. Of course it's a coordination punching bag. And we can talk about that versus the differences of other punching bags. But at its core, when you get down to its simplest function, it's an adult mobile. It's gonna get you to move and to think and to grow your brain. Just, it's the, it's the first step. I like to think of it as neuromuscular stretching. So right now, every sport, you warm up, you stretch, you go play your game or do your exercise or whatever. I see a future where you warm up, you stretch your body, you stretch your nervous system, then you go do your sports or your athletics or whatever, because stretching that nervous system is going to provide a speed component, a processing speed component, and also a injury prevention component, just like stretching would. Yeah. And I mean, and this not to sound um, downplaying, but the simplicity of the device that you have developed uh, is is incredibly versatile, and you, you were kind enough to send me uh, one of them, in which we have just set up in the last few days, and we put it into our athletic conditioning class yesterday afternoon. Everyone loved it. It was, and we got people of all ages and all abilities, and they were all able to use it. And for those that have really good coordination, they could really enhance. For those that were lower level could really kind of come up and and everyone was smiling with it. So this, I don't want this to turn into any kind of seeming infomercial because that's far from what I want this to be. But you've just developed a tool, Brad, that it, it really works across a huge amount of, of populations from special populations to high level athletes. Um, and so with that, you know, you already mentioned going in and, and talking to the university and they say, oh yeah, we're, it's not the football team that you're, we're using it with. It, it's these traumatic brain injuries or so on. Are there other uh, populations that have percolated up to the surface recently that you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that demographic. Well, like you were saying, the Rock City Boxing, uh, six months ago, I didn't know what a Rock City Boxing was. Uh, they reached out to me, or at least some of the affiliates did, and they're using it and sending me videos, and I'm loving huh. it. And to go back, you know, I had to make this jump from core bag to jukester, from made in the garage to professionally manufactured. It's an incredibly large jump as far as capital, me being a teacher and just putting the money in, you know, the end cap machine cost eight grand, the mold cost 20 something grand. You know, I don't think I would have done it if it was just about martial arts and punching people. But when I saw how much this bag could help people, then it's become more of a calling and I, and I have to do it. And so the part, the Parkinson's one is from a few months ago and it's starting to grow. The newest seed in the ground that I've just been contacted about is concussion therapy or, or concussion rehabilitation, uh, visual tracking and, and building that up. So that's the next step for this product. That's fabulous. Now, uh, with your own kind of program, how do you incorporate that? I, you must use it yourself. Absolutely. So I use it for martial arts, but I'd like to talk about how I'm using it for school. So uh, there's the science that says children's executive functions are trained by novel, the same like you were just saying earlier, novel, goal-oriented, uh, where the environment is constantly changing. Basically, what it's saying is where you're making decisions. If you've got an athletic ability or an athletic task where you have to make rapid decisions, that's going to build your executive functions. Okay, now let's pair that with the students I'm seeing. 
we grew up or either without a phone or at the tail end of the cell phone or the beginning of the cell phone revolution. There's a new revolution. BBC just had an article about it a few days ago talking about how the cell phone and TikTok and all of these things, which are very quick and scrolling, are rewiring our, our brains. And so as a teacher, you can tell students, hey, you need to focus, you need to pay attention, or you can train them to focus and pay attention. And so I've been incorporating my device and others, uh, for example, just some simple things. If you remember the little kids, they'd have one picture and then the next picture is next to it. And there's like eight things different. Uh, you know, the duck has a four feathers and then three feathers, one, the number is 13 and over here, the number is three. Doing these exercises with kids to get them to focus, to get them to pay attention. And that has helped, um, helped my students. So you have this in your classroom is what you're saying? I bring it in from time to time. I don't have it here every day. I would love to have it here every day, but uh, it's in the classroom as often as I can. Wow, that's great. And, and you're seeing a, a change in their, their learning focus? I am, and the kids like it. The science backs it up. I'd love to do it more often. If it was up to me and I got to design my classroom, I would have a climbing wall on the side and I would have a mix of brain stimulation and physical stimulation. Uh, you know, I'm not quite there yet. No, I get you though. Yeah, as simple as a rubber band around the legs of a chair has been uh, something that <clears throat> my wife was a school teacher for many years and she had a whole bunch of fidgety students who had a really hard time staying focused if they weren't doing things. So of course the fidgets came out where those hand wheels were, but she also just said, can I have a roll of the TheraBands? And so I gave her a whole roll and she cut up lengths of it and she tied them around the legs of the class chairs. And the kids would just kind of with their feet, they'd almost like play the guitar on these rubber bands because they were stretched between the legs. And it improved their ability to maintain focus during the class. So I can see how this would play along with that. And, and I am definitely one of those advocates for improved movement through a school day because to try and expect kids first to wake up in a biorhythm that's too early for them to focus and then expect them to sit still and absorb information, that's an archaic approach that unfortunately uh, needs to be changed and hasn't changed probably in the last hundred years. So with the Jukester, yeah, of course we can put it in the school settings. And I, I know that's your... a wild, I know that's wild and kind of outside the <clears throat> scope of what you were talking yeah. about, but that's something I'm working on using. I brought it in last week. Uh, I set up basically like an obstacle course and it was a mix of Jeopardy meets American Ninja Warrior. And that was my classroom. And I never heard the idea that you were talking about with the rubber bands. I will be doing that. And I appreciate that tip. Yeah, no, it worked out great, especially with those that were like me. And uh, of course, I grew up before cell phones. I grew up barely before push button phones. And, uh, and, and I was one of those kids that, oh, he just doesn't apply himself. He seems like he's bored and so on. When today's world, you would just say ADHD. And so uh, there'd be a whole bunch of interventions or help and assistance in learning. But uh, those that the rubber band for those individuals like myself came in handy quite well. Now, when it comes to training conditioning and with, let's say, MMA, martial arts and so on, uh, I imagine that 
word is spreading and that there's quite a few dojos that are are utilizing this uh, oh yeah what's the Better feedback the that you're getting yeah so that's we've been talking about school and talking about uh parkinson's and, and we'll talk about regular sports and athletics in a minute the mma guys are the ones that buy it first they understand what it does uh it trains the footwork and the hand-eye coordination you have to make decisions you have to block it or attack it how you want head body leg um we started off having zero ufc fighters using it and now there's five that i know of there could be more and um and it's spreading it's not just the top down though. There's pl plenty of guys that are just picking it up. They see it on the website, they see the videos and they buy it and it's fun. And so the reason it helps with martial arts, and this would be a good segue to talk about why it's different than other punching bags. Okay. You got the heavy bag, you hit hard. You've got a speed bag, a double ended bag and a reflex bag. All of those are very small and you hit them rhythmically and they move very quick and they can even be difficult to hit sometimes, but it's not difficult to know what to do. You're supposed to stand there, hit it in the same place at the same time. And if you do, you get a nice rhythm going, but you're not necessarily thinking. In fact, there's videos where people hit these things blindfolded or look away and such. So the difference here with Jukester is you think of it as a punching bag, but what it really is is a decision machine. Am I gonna attack or defend? Am I gonna move closer or sideways? Am I gonna go up high or down low? Let's say you didn't go classic headshot. Okay, I can go jab cross hook elbow how are you going to do that and you're and, and and by the time you thought about it it's already on to the next second so you're constantly your wheels are turning your brain is just constantly making thousands and thousands of decisions over time and so what the science shows is that it's going to help you make split second decisions in an unpredictable environment where elements are constantly changing so one of the top people that put money in on this thing was the LA Sheriff SWAT team called SEB. Some of those members um, put the money in to help me research and produce this product because they were seeing uh, good results with their quick reaction time, even though it doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to do with martial arts. I'm talking firearms training and other things. And mm -hmm. so that's the segue where I want to go next is traditional sports. Um, you know, you had your, you had a guest on, Mike Boyle, who was talking about how Olympians are, are some of the strongest people, but not necessarily the best athletes. The best athletes, they have to play the game. You know, there's a decision-making process. Do I pass? Do I shoot? Oh, I'm going to pass. Okay, lob pass, bounce pass. Which guy are you going to pass to? These decisions have more to do with victory than any other physical speed or power element. It's really about the decision-making. And so... We've got one baseball team that took a chance and they've got Jukester going. I'm talking MLB team. Uh, I got one or two guys down at the combine or about in the draft pool testing it out. And I, I'd like to see some some pro teams check this thing out. That's the that's the future, I'm hoping. Yeah, I can see that. I, because partly I see it also just dangling down and swaying and moving in different directions almost like an athlete that you're trying to either defend against or, or get through. So there's a drill that I recently saw where you have to hit and push away or do an arm block and then move through and try and find an opening. And I thought, wow, what a great kind of drill that is. You got something that is somewhat chaotic. You don't know where it's going to go. Block and move, block and move. And you could 
actually set up rows and rows of these, almost like a ninja course, I guess you'd think, or, or carnival kind of funhouse where you have to get through and you've got to do it in certain ways. So yeah, I'm not surprised that we'll, we'll probably be seeing more of this in, in the pros and, and for that matter, the college level. And, and, and of course, you know, the Mars company went with M&Ms forever and ever, and it took decades to think about putting a peanut in the center. But I have a feeling that you're probably going to be evolving other similar kind of actions and products. Are there things in mind that you don't mind sharing? Or are you just like, hey, let's just stick to the jukester right now? Uh, I got other products. They're not sports related. I got a, a new hamburger patty maker that's going to revolutionize, revolutionize the hamburger space, I hope. But um, again, it's, it's hard. It's fun to laugh about. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a profit making idea. But it doesn't have the purpose. Now I've seen, I've gotten emails back. You know, I do the Parkinson's treatment, or I do, uh, I work with these kids that have ADHD, and we use this Jukester, and it helps. When I get those emails, man, that's what I'm all about. That really, uh, yeah, I want to help people to the best of my ability. So, um, yeah. And another area I see it, and and we're just again talking. I had a, a team of trainers here. We're working on. Pro- collaborative program design with the clients that come in and see us. We've got some seniors, or I guess you'd consider them elderly, I guess over 75 or categorized as elderly. We've got several of those clients coming in. And one thing that they need is speed. They need reaction for fall prevention. They need to know that they can take a quick step or move in such a way and be able to decelerate all of their mass and momentum in, in a timely fashion so they don't go down and so one of our clients were like oh my gosh she is going to completely love this one is that she's she's just a little bit on the slow side but she likes things that challenge her so we've got the blaze pods and other tools and this one is going to be right on uh, i won't say on the shelf it's just going to be dangling right there in the center for her to go over and start using. And then we'll pair it up with other agility drills, other balance drills, other coordination, because a lot of what we're doing here is, is brain training. And that's really what we're talking about too, because the brain is the governing body of the entire system. And without it running properly and efficiently, how can you expect the rest of the systems that it governs to do the same? So uh, we're very much into like vestibular ocular reflex charts, very much into coordination charts. And this is uh, really, this, this doesn't complete, but it enhances the, the whole library that we have. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, just coming back from a little spring break and finding that on my desk the other day and drawing that on, I'm like, oh yeah, we are going to have fun with this. In fact, not to go too deep into this, but like a couple of weeks ago, I had Sheila Thelen on and Thelen, she is part of the vestibular training services or, or program. And they take a, a block and tackle system with a, a harness, a body harness, and they spin their athletes originating like yours did with MMA, hers originated with figure skating. And they take that skater and they spin that person around and then they stop. And are they able to be still on balance and on point because it's going to be needed on the ice? Well, she found out this is great with people with TBI, with stroke rehab, with Parkinson's, the same thing that you're dealing with. So 
spinning around, working your vestibular system, working on moving the head in different directions at different rates of speed, up and down and so on. Phenomenal. So uh, just right now, let's just, uh, I, I wanna put in a little video. I'm going to insert something into here that, that shows the, the video audience of what's going on. This, I don't feel like I can predict where it's going. The issue with those is you can almost predict where it's going to be, depending on like how good you get at them, right? Mm -hmm. You know that, oh, I hit it slightly off, the angle's going to be a little here, so I need to correct myself. This, I don't feel like I can predict where it's going. So when I'm like working the body going up to the head, that's often what it feels like in a fight is like you see it's there, but as you're swinging, it's still in motion. It's not tethered to rebound to something or to almost meet my hand. This moves freely a lot more and a lot more realistic is what I would say. Uh, I, I know Sheila, by the way, I, or at least I know LinkedIn. Yeah, so I've, I've seen her equipment. She gave a little presentation to my class last week, and I've sent her a bag before. She's played with it with a couple of her students. So, Very cool. I, We're I, kind of on the know, same path, but just in different lanes. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, different vehicles on the same road. Exactly that. So where, obviously, sports... Uh, um, what about hospitals? Have you been connecting with hospitals in regards to this, in terms of their acute rehab or neuro gyms or anything like that? So we got a couple neuro gyms, a couple rehab facilities. They're not in the hospital. They're out uh, among the public. I imagine kind of how your your situation is. Um, but again, this is just a few weeks ago. Uh, we made contact about these concussion patients. And, and so I'm hoping to get this into the hospital. Uh, I don't, I gotta be honest, when it comes to the science of how it helps you catch a ball, how it helps you strike an opponent for MMA, I can talk about the science. When it talks about the science of how it helps you with a concussion, I don't. I don't really know that because I just learned about it, but it has something to do with visual tracking and responding to what you're seeing. So. Fabulous, fabulous. Well. Uh, so if, if people do want to find out on ordering it, uh, you mentioned Amazon with your first ones, but do you go directly to your source or your website or can they find it everywhere? Yeah, it's at jukester.com, J-U-K-E-S-T-I-R.com. Fantastic. All right. Like, so, and I know that we're getting close to the end. I'd like to make sure we at least say this, whether you keep it in the show or not. Uh, you've got the bag. And you're having fun and, you're, and your clients are having fun. And that's awesome. But wait for three weeks, maybe even three months. The more you use it, the faster you're going to be. And something's going to happen. You're going to have this jukester moment is what I call it. Something's going to fall out and you're just going to catch it without thinking about it. Bruce Lee says, my fist punches all by itself. You're going to be driving in a car and swerve real quick and avoid something. You're going to have this moment where you just react so fast. You go, how is that possible? You're going to feel like Spider-Man. And it's not because 
of just some magic. It's like any other type of training. You do a bunch of arm curls, you can lift more weight. You do a bunch of split reaction, uh, split second reaction training, you're going to be able to respond faster. And I, I'm excited for you and your clients. You guys are going to really enjoy it. Oh man, you had me at Spider-Man. Okay, cool. I always want to be like him. But what about progressions? How about that program design? Something we didn't really talk about. There's a whole bunch of ways to utilize this, but how is somebody starting out with it? Do you do it in rounds? Do you do it in repetitions? What do you suggest? Yeah, so that's definitely something we could improve on. We have a lot of videos that show you what to do, the different moves, a jab, a cross, a hook, et cetera. But we don't necessarily have a program that takes you through a 30-minute warm-up. You use it like sparring. Use it like a sparring partner, man. Uh, Three-minute round, five-minute round, whatever you prefer. And you get in there and you just spar it and just let it go and just open your mind to the possibilities. Attack, defend, move around, and um, you'll, you'll build up a sweat. Okay, now I can imagine just uh, heading to the local playground, throwing it over the the bar that holds the swings. But at home, do I put it in a door jam? Where for the the pre- people that are going to just say, okay, I got to try it. Where do they hang it from? I don't recommend a door jam because there's not enough room, and I wouldn't want you to punch the door jam. It comes with an eye bolt that you can put in the ceiling. As long as you don't mind putting a little hole in the ceiling. Uh, you can just hang it up by that. I've seen it hung up by a tree or a basketball hoop. Um, it's one of those things. It's the easiest punching bag to hang, but you still have to hang it. And it still needs to be something to hang it from. And the, the gyms that have them right now, they use the eye bolt or do they have things already set up that they're just clipping them into? I would say more like yours. They've got pull-up bars or they've got punching bag stands. They've got something and they just usually hang them up there. Um, it comes with an eye, you drill a little hole, eye bolt done. That's how I've got it hung up in my basement. Yeah, we were just talking about that in the last hour or two, and we've got it in the, hanging from the pull-up bar within a squat rack, but it's confined. Like you say, it's almost like a door jam, and you don't want to hit the squat cage. So we're actually going to loop it underneath one of our gymnastics rings that's more in the center of the room, so we can move in and out of it, and we can. I think we'll have a greater degree of purpose and and utilization, especially if we're doing any type of lateral, diagonal kind of uh, movement actions where you have to avoid it instead of try and target it. So yeah, I'm very excited about this. I'm looking forward to it. I love brain training because it carries over into any sport, any activity you do, like you say, driving the car or uh, something falls off the table and so on. Yeah, I'm I'm very much excited to try this out. So Moving into the future here, uh, I would love to, to kind of maybe check back in a little time and, and see how things are going. Uh, I am a Hamburg aficionado, so uh, you know, I'm looking forward to that other invention there. But if people want to follow you on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, or wherever, how do they do that? Yeah, so on Instagram, it's just jukester and the word fit. So jukester fit on Instagram. Uh, please follow along on the journey and you can see some awesome videos. You'll see a lot of, you know, you'll see videos from my classroom, videos from the top MMA uh, gyms in the country, uh, videos from, we'll, we'll have some of those NFL videos coming up soon. Uh, people down there at the, I, I keep calling it the combine, but it's really more of the draft training, whatever you would call that. And so, yeah, please follow. Oh, Brad. So listening audience, Brad Evans with the Jukester. And uh, I will tell you, I'm having a lot of fun in the short time that I've had it. 
And I can see a great degree of purpose with the clients that I train, athletes, non-athletes alike. I'll make sure all the, the contact information is in the description below the podcast. And Brad, man, thanks for coming on. It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Zealous Podcast. Uh, thank you, Brad, for coming on. And thank you for that little gift of the Jukester. I have been having a lot of fun with it and will continue to have fun, especially with my clients, as I show that hitting something is actually quite fun. Now, on a side note, remember, we've got some conferences coming up at the end of June, beginning of July in Long Beach, California, is one of the Perform Better training summits. I will be one of the presenters down there. You can go to performbetter.com to check it out and see what I'm going to be talking about, as well as a couple weeks later, July 12th to the 15th, the National Strength Conditioning Association is having their national conference in Las Vegas, and I'll be presenting a couple times there, too. So follow along. Hope to see you at one of those or both. And until next week, make it a good one.